for the desires of your eyes. They, they catch you. We're back. Squeaks is back. The Squeak Tray is back. This is Squeaky Tree yes. Podcast. So we're wearing the same thing as the last podcast because we're doing part two in the same night. Yep. And because we just like wearing the same clothes. We do. For weeks. Less laundry. Yeah, so next week we are going to be at the time of this airing. Air airing. Is that right? Sounds great. <laughs> next week we will be kicking off the family series. Oh. So, 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 so excited. Yeah, we got a lot going on there. I mean, it is... It is rocking my world, changing my... You're too far away. Let's get in. Changing my thoughts and perspectives and just, I don't know, it's just crazy as we're doing research and learning more to um, to give to you guys. So, I mean, stay around for the family series. Yes. Yes. And we do, this is a podcast about Bible, life, <laughs> and testimonies. <laughs> and yes. what? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So this is the end time series. Um I hope we hope you're you are enjoying this and uh challenging you and encouraging you. All the above. Can you hand me the water, please? Yeah. So we're gonna get into this part three. Is this the last one? Yeah. Okay. So this is the last one, part three. Um, and it's a cool concept, I think. Mm-hmm. It's called the evil trinity. Should I play the uh, spookiness again? We gotta wait for it. Hold on. Oh gosh. (laughs) The evil trinity. (laughs) 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 All right. But seriously, you know, kids listen. We were, uh, Nathaniel just built a playset for the boys, and we were painting it today. And he, you were back on the property on your tractor with Maddie. And, um, and Eli goes, the evil trinity. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, because they, the, the boys, the boys come in on our, uh, we actually have all our, we don't have our, nursery or toddlers or anything running for church so all the kids sit in well there's not many kids that come but our kids well because it's hard in the service service, so they came in and sat in on the service when i spoke on this with the evil trinity so yeah so this is the evil trinity and um i think it's a cool concept it's yeah. a cool idea. I don't know if anybody's really heard about this and stuff. I mean, besides the people that heard the message that watched this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we should dive into it. Yeah. Um, it's just a cool idea. But it also, you know, I'm going to hit you with um, scriptures and go through some thoughts and processes. And hopefully it challenges you, encourages you, and gets you thinking. and makes you want to read the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Revelation 16, 13. That's kind of where we're at in Revelations 16. That is the end of the Bible for anyone that doesn't know. And I'm not trying to be smart or facetious or anything. It is literally the uh, it's the last book of the Bible for anybody that doesn't know. You can get the Bible app 
Will it focus? Focus. focus. If you're listening on Spotify or Anchor or any of the other it sites, won't focus. All right. we're trying to show the Bible app on YouTube. Yeah. Check us out on YouTube. So it's a Bible app. It's free. Um, you could also get your own Bible from Amazon or um, Christian Bookstore or anything like that. Uh, the translations that I personally love is the ESV, the English Standard Version. That's probably my number one. That's my number one go-to. Okay, Revelation sixteen thirteen. Let's just read it. Yeah, you dive right into this joint. And I saw coming out of the mouth. Okay, before I let me before I continue. Remember, Revelations is John. Um, John. Let me afraid, let me word my sentence properly. The Apostle John, who walked with Jesus um, through his life after Jesus um, was, uh, was taken to heaven, uh, John was sharing the gospel, right? Witnessing people were getting saved, and he was traveling from town to town. Well, basically, through persecution, they arrested him, let him go, and he continued it, and they, um, the one, uh, I forget the exact city, but basically got so tired of him that they just said, we're going to put you on an island, island of Patmos, and you're just going to stay there. So John, the Apostle John's on this island, and as he's there, probably praying, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that, God um, visits visits him in a dream, gives him visit uh, visitations of what the, and shows him what the end times is going to be like, okay? And so then when he writes the book of Revelations, he's literally writing down what either is being told to him that he's allowed to write or he's writing down what he sees, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, okay? Just wanted to kind of give, I guess, a, mm-hmm. a brief description of that. So, Revelation 16, 13. And I saw coming out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet, mm-hmm. uh, three unclean spirits. And so those three things that you heard, out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophets those three things we're going to talk about dragon beast and false prophet okay and they are what can make up the evil trinity and if you know what trinity means if you break trinity up into try try actually means three Mm -hmm. so and then trinity right three so so you've definitely probably heard of the holy Holy trinity Trinity. which is god the father god the son and god the The holy Holy spirit Spirit. Mm -hmm. so that's the holy trinity this is the evil trinity right nothing trumps the holy trinity so yeah. that's not what we're trying to say here. We're just trying to say this is what arises in the end times, the evil trinity, okay? The dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. So the the question that we need to ask is what are they, who are they, or whatever the case may be. So in Revelations 12, 7 through 9, okay? Revelations 12, 7 through 9. Now war arose in heaven, Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon. So we just read that, the dragon in Revelation 16, 13, right? So, was fighting against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back, okay? So, catch that. Michael, which is um, one of the heavenly angels, and his, and Michael and his angels. So, Michael's like a, um, the captain. Let's just keep it simple. Michael is like the captain, and his crewmates <laughs> were all fighting the dragon and his crewmates, okay? And they fought back, but the dragon was defeated, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, that ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. 
Okay, did you catch that? So it mentioned the name there. Dragon is Satan and devil, which we've all heard that those words. Devil, Satan. You're the devil, you know, or whatever. He is the deceiver of the whole world. So Satan, dragon, and actually in this um, in in the scripture, Revelations 12 and 16, dragon in the Greek is actually drakon, which means fabulous kind of serpent or keen power of sight, which I thought was interesting that it said mm-hmm. fabulous kind of yeah. serpent because it actually says that Satan is an angel of light. Mm-hmm. So he comes in in a, he doesn't, like I mentioned this when I spoke, Satan doesn't come in with skulls, uh, blood all over him, and he looks scary because nobody would want him. Right, right. He comes in as an angel of light to deceive you, mm-hmm. to make you think that this is all uh, the grass is greener on the other side, and then yes. you choose that side, and it's really just death. Mm-hmm. Um, a good visual for me is if you've seen Man of Steel for this, and um, Superman... Uh, Clark, uh, uh, Clark, Clark Kent is standing there with um, oh my gosh, his his counterpart uh rival, <clears throat> and his name is slipping my mind. But anyways, they're talking about um, basically the genocide, and it shows the Earth, and they're standing there, and then he, and then the one guy says, "Well, um, uh, Towers have to be, I should have really looked this up, but towers, uh, you know, life has to start on something, has to be built on something. And then the image switches and it's just skulls everywhere. Mm. And the man of steel, Clark Kent, is getting sucked down into the skulls. And he screams, no, and he's trying to get out, right? Like that's the deceiver of the whole world, Satan, right? He's got you on a green plane and the next thing you know, flip, you're sinking down into skulls. Mm -hmm. Okay. We should get that clip and clip it in there. Yeah. That would be a cool thing. All right. So, uh, and he has keen power sight. So that he is the, to me, Satan is the comparison to the father of the Holy, the Holy Trinity, right? God, the father, he is not equal to, he's just a comparison trait, right? To the evil, to the evil Trinity. So where does Satan come from? Ezekiel 28, 14. We talked about this in our first podcast, right? You were an anointed guardian cherub. I placed you where you were on the holy mountain of God in the midst of the stones of fire. You walked. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created till unrighteousness was found in you. In the abundance of your trade, you were filled with violence in your midst and you sinned. So I cast you as a profane thing from the mountain of God and I destroyed you, O guardian cherub. From the midst of the stones of fire, your heart was proud because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. So that's also referencing Revelations 12 because Michael and his angels fought Satan and his angels and they cast him out of heaven, right? Satan or devil is the deceiver of the whole world, which we just read, Revelations 12, 9. Not part of the world, not a little bit of the world, not just Asia, not just America, the entire world. People, why is there evil in the world? Hello, Satan is the deceiver of the whole world right now, okay? Satan in Hebrew actually means adversary or one who resists, 1 Peter 5, 8. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, Prowls like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Did you catch? He he's he comes as an angel of light, but really he's a ferocious beast. That's why they, that's why in um, John in Revelations John sees him as a dragon. He's a ferocious beast. That's mm. that's fabulous at what he does, but really he wants to destroy and devour you. Okay, y'all need to catch that. 
he accuses them before God in day and night, Revelation 12, 10. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and authority of Christ has come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down. He accuses them day and night before our God. He, he is the accuser. So he's constantly going before God, accusing you, me, Jessica, everyone. They're not worth saving. They're not worth it. They're sinning. They're choosing wrong. They don't love you, but God's love is greater, right? Satan is also called the devil, which means a slanderer, okay? So he, Satan is huge. Mm -hmm. This is why, this is really your answer to why is evil in the world? Mm -hmm. Why is there death? Mm -hmm. Besides Adam and Eve's choice, Satan is the deceiver of the whole world, and all he wants to do, which we mentioned, is destroy God's love and creation. Yeah. And we are his love and creation. The second um, part of the evil trinity is the Antichrist, which is equivalent to the beast in uh, Revelation 16, 13. Right? So I, I saw coming out of the mouth of the dragon, which is Satan, and out of the mouth of the beast, which is the Antichrist. This is the Antichrist that rises in the tribulation. Okay? <clears throat> Revelations 13, 1 through 10. You want to read that? So Revelations 13, 1 through 10. Jessica's going to read that for 1 us. 1 through 10? 1 through 10. All of it. And I, and I saw a beast rising out of the sea with ten horns and seven heads with ten... Diadems. Diadems on its horns and blasphemous names on its heads. And the beast that I saw was like a leopard. Its feet were like a bear's and its mouth was like a lion's mouth. And to it, the dragon gave his power and his throne and his great authority. One of its heads seemed to have a mortal wound, but its mortal wound was healed. And the whole earth marveled as they followed the beast. And they worshipped the dragon, for he had given his authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast and who can fight against it? And the beast was given a mouth, uttering haughty and blasphemous words. And it was allowed to exercise authority for 42 months. It, opens it, it opened its mouth to utter blasphemies against God, mm. blaspheming his name and his dwelling, that is, those who dwell in heaven. And it was allowed to make war on the saints and to conquer them. And authority was given it over every tribe and people and language and nation. And all who dwell on earth will worship it. Everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who was slain. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. Mm. If anyone is to be taken captive, to captivity he goes. If anyone is to be slain with the sword, with the sword must he be slain. Mm. Good job, babe. Thanks. So there's a lot packed in these, these 10 scripture verses. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. So the ten horns and seven heads—that's a whole. We can, that's a whole different topic on the study, but mm -hmm. I'll just quickly hit. It's believed that it's talking about ten kingdoms that will rise, and then out of the ten kingdoms, the Antichrist will rise. Mm. Okay, and then he will rule all. But what you really need to catch is that he receives power from the dragon. So similar to how Jesus Christ received power from God the Father. So Matthew twenty-eight eighteen, um, which I'll turn. Let's turn there. 
28, Matthew 28, 18. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. This is Jesus speaking, okay? But if we go to Revelations 13, which is what um, Jessica just read, it says that, And the beast that I saw was like a leopard, and the dragon gave his power and his throne and great authority. But all that authority is is just only over earth, not over heaven. There's no So there's no evil, like, um, com- equivalent... They're not equal to the Holy Trinity is what I'm trying to stress there. Mm-hmm. So, but what I, what I think is very interesting that what we need to catch is, so first off, John describes him as this. He's a leopard. His feet were like bears and his mouth was like a lion. He is a savage animal, mm-hmm. the Antichrist, okay? And if you put those, I mean, think about it. If you put a leopard, these are like top predators in our world that we consider a top predator. A leopard is a top predator, right? Mm-hmm. A lion is a top predator, and a bear is a top predator in their own region, right? So that's what he's saying. He is a predator. Like a, He's going to be a savage beast, a top predator that he is going to devour. Um, he, is, he was given power. He's, um, he's the whole earth. This is what you need to see. When Jesus uh, came and um, in reference to him, Jesus Christ, when he was here on earth and doing signs and wonders and miracles, right, and, and really um, changing the world, people marveled at Jesus because of who he was. He, was, he is the Messiah, mm-hmm. right? Well, this says... And the whole earth marveled, and they followed the beast. So the beast is literally going to try to imitate as best as he can mimic Jesus. Mm. But Jesus is a loving, sacrificial lamb. Antichrist is a devouring beast. Okay, You need to see the difference in that. See, the Antichrist's one purpose and goal is to completely destroy the name of God. Actually, beast in Revelations translated here in Greek is therion, which means wild beast. But if you break that word down even more to the root word, thera means destruction. So beast here actually means, that's used here in uh, Revelation through Revelations 13, beast literally means destruction, a wild beast of destruction. Mm. Think about that. So that uh, he deliberately imitates the Christ, right? Revelation 18, and all who dwell, Revelation uh, 13, 8, and all who dwell on earth will worship it. Everyone whose name has not been written, so if your name is not in the Lamb's book of life, right? Mm-hmm. You will worship it. Interesting. He is the man of lawlessness and the son of destruction. Well, we just said that. The beast is the destruction, right? That's what the word means. 2 Thessalonians 2, 3. Let no, we just read this um, last podcast. Let no one deceive you in any way, for that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first. And the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction. 2 Thessalonians 2, 9. The coming of the lawless one is by the activity of Satan, which is who? The dragon in Revelations, right? With all power and false signs and wonders, and with all wicked deception for those who are perishing because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Did you catch that? So they will come with all wicked and deception for, for those who are perishing 
the people that are perishing are those that refuse to love the truth. Mm. Choose to fall. They Those are the ones that fall away, right? We just talked about that in the uh, signs of the end times. There'll be a great falling away, right? Mm. Choosing to not love the truth. Um, here's some other scriptures. We won't read them, but I'll give them to you. If you want to check them over, uh, Daniel chapter seven, I'll just give you the whole chapter. Daniel chapter eight, Revelations 13, we just read, uh, one through 10 and Revelation 17, Revelations 19, 20 and Revelations 20, 10. So there's all reference, uh, and talk about, um, the antichrist. Okay. So we went over Satan part one of, uh, Satan is evil, uh, of the evil Trinity antichrist. So those two right now. So we're in the evil duo. So now we're hitting the evil trinity, number three, which is false prophet. Revelations, if we go back to Revelations 13, 6, it says, I saw out of the mouth of a dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. The false prophet is um, the third member of the evil trinity. Okay? And you go, how is that so? I'll tell you. So we just read Revelations 13. Mm -hmm. Jessica just read it. And that talks about the beast, right? So Revelations 12 is actually describing the dragon. That's where we just read. The dragon, right, has that battle between Michael and his angels, the dragon and his angels. So Satan has this battle. Boom, he gets kicked to heaven. I mean, gets kicked out of heaven mm -hmm. into um, earth, okay? He's the deceiver of the whole world. Then when the, when the tribulation comes, out will come a beast, and that Satan will give the beast all his power and authority. Mm. Okay? After this beast arises, another beast arises. This is the false prophet. Revelations 13, 11. Then I saw another beast rising. Get that? Another beast. Not another cushy bunny rabbit. Another beast rising out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb and it spoke like a dragon. So it's very similar to the dragon. It spoke just like Satan. Mm. Which, how does Satan speak? I don't need an accent, but like a deceiver. Oh. He speaks like a deceiver, right? <laughs> I was just... I was seeing what she was going I was trying to see what she would come up with. <laughs> I was about to. <laughs> You were about to you were growl or something. <laughs> so look, so he so uh, it had two horns like a lamb and it spoke like a dragon. It exercises all the authority of the first beast in its presence. Okay, so it speaks like Satan and it exercises all the authority of the Antichrist and makes the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast, which is the Antichrist, whose mortal wound was healed. It performs great signs. Okay, the false prophet performs great signs, even making fire come down from heaven to earth in front of people. And by the signs that it is allowed to work in the presence of the beast, it deceives those, it deceives those who dwell, deceives. Remember how I said there's multiple times it mentions deceives. Don't be led astray, Jesus said. Paul says in 2 Thessalonians, let no one deceive you. The uh, presence in the beast, it deceives those who dwell on earth, telling them to make an image for the beast that it was wounded by the sword and yet lived. Okay? And then it just it'll keep going on, but we can stop there. So what I find interesting is it performs great signs. People are seeking the supernatural. 
even right now, we have a bunch of uh, paranormal activity shows and ghost shows and people, you know, doing witchcraft and um, what are the cards called? Terror cards or something? I think so. Terror cards. Uh, the crystals, the crystal junk that everybody's going on. This is all seeking supernatural. It's not of God. Right. It's not of God. Okay. It's not even close to God. It is deception. It's not of the truth. Okay. And so people are seeking this. And the Antichrist and Satan, who's the deceiver of the whole world, knows what they're what we want. That's why he can deceive us. And that's why we choose poorly. That's why we choose, man. Yeah, I'm going to let me go hop over the green fence and don't realize it's a pit of skulls. So we need to, you need to grasp that because mm-hmm. you're going to go, I can, I'm not going to fall for this, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you're seeking this and someone comes to you and starts performing great signs and wonder, you're telling me you're not going to follow, mm-hmm. right? Or you're not going to be deceived. And what I find interesting is that it specifically says that it calls fire down from heaven. There are many accounts throughout the Bible that fire is used. Yes, God used it for judgment, but he also used it for many other occasions. Mm. Okay, I mean, I can quickly go through them if you want. Moses, burning bush. That's where Moses gets the call to go save the Israelites. All the Israelites and Moses, after they left Egypt, were guided by a pillar of fire. Mm -hmm. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown in a furnace, and who comes in to save them? Jesus, which ends up getting the king saved. Fire. Um, Elijah was taken up in a chariot of mm-hmm. fire. Elijah also fought the battles, uh, the um, prophets of Baal, like 600 prophets, right? Or 900, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, the numbers always get me. It's a ton of prophets. Let's just put it that way. And then he, um, they, they don't succeed in, in calling fire from heaven. So then Elijah builds his altar, has it like seven or something jars, huge... Co- Mason jar, like these monster jars, uh, pour water over it mm-hmm. and cause fire from heaven. And boom, fire came from heaven mm-hmm. in front of all the prophets. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, Acts, right? So Acts, um, when, the, when Jesus tells the apostles, the 120, and they go wait up in the upper room, what comes in like a rushing wind is tongues of fire that comes on their hand and boom, they're all baptized in the Holy Spirit. Okay. So fire is used a lot yeah. in the Bible. So I thought it was just very interesting that they're trying the best. The evil Trinity is trying its best to mimic mm-hmm. the power of God. Yeah. Mimic. You got to catch that word mimic. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't successfully do it. A magician can't really make you vanish, mm-hmm. but he can mimic it to make it look like you did. Right. Um, and then the false prophet and, uh, beast are mentioned, uh, three more times. So in revelations 19, 20, uh, it just says that the beast, um, the beast and the false prophet were thrown into the lake of fire. And then revelations 2010 is when, um, he, he, um, Satan is also thrown into the lake of fire with the beast and with, uh, the false prophet. Mm-hmm. So that's just like the evil Trinity. Okay. What I think you really need to understand, though, is these three things. Let me, I think I have the scripture verse here. Yeah. Is that first, the evil trinity is trying to mimic the power of God through false signs, wonders, and deception, which I've been trying to stress. They mimic. Okay. Second, the evil trinity affects our flesh Mm -hmm. in very drastic ways. And what I mean by flesh is not like you're going to turn purple. Our flesh is like our fleshly desires. Okay. So it affects our fleshly desires in a very Mm -hmm. drastic way. 
right? Whatever that desire may be. Third, it causes us to sacrifice our life from their lives. Mm. And so what that what those three things they're hitting on are actually the three things that Satan and all of them have been hitting on from the very beginning that John actually talks about in 1 John, okay? In 1 John chapter 2, do not love the world or the things in the world. Don't love anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Mm. And people go, that is a strong statement. Not really, because how can you love this and love this, is what he's trying to say. And yes, I love my wife, right? I love my wife and I love my kids, but that's not, he's not saying don't love your wife and don't love your kids. He's saying, don't love this world, don't love my wife so much more than I love God. Mm-hmm. That's what he's trying to say, mm-hmm. okay? So if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, ready? The desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life, those are the three things that they hit, right? I just said that, right? So they mimic power of, so the evil trinity does what? They mimic the power of God through what? False signs, wonders, and deception. Those are the desires of your eyes. <laughs> they, they catch you. And you go, boom, I'm in it. Yes. Yeah. I can't believe the supernatural is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like that lady from Star Wars with the big eyes, right? She's like, I can't believe it. She can see really well. So desires of the eyes, right? And then what happens? Then they start deceiving you and saying, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get this new car. I'm just using a new car. You're going to get this new car. Desires of the flesh. I want that. Mm-hmm. You're going to get this model, the sexy model, right? I want that. You're going to get this whatever it is, the desires of the flesh, right? And then you go, I believe, I believe because my eye, what well, I see, <laughs> I believe it because you're, you're, you're tingling my flesh, whatever, whatever it is. And so I believe these lies. And now they go, give me the, go ahead and give me, I'll give you the mark of the beast. Mm. And now you just sacrificed your life, pride of life. So First uh, John two sixteen for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life is not from the father but is from the world and the world is passing away along with its desires but whoever does the will of god abides forever so you think it's hard now you think covid19 rocked your world well i hate to tell you this but you better buckle up because if that rocked your world you ain't ready for this I'm going to be honest. You ain't ready for this. Mm. Not from me telling you. You ain't ready for this really happening. If you can't make good choices now, mm-hmm. you're not going to make them then. Yeah. And see, this is what this is what a lot of people don't get. Well, you you gave me the signs last podcast. I got the birth pains. You, you told me those. I believe you, Nathaniel and Jessica. I believe what you guys said in the, in the birth times. You know, I trust you guys. You wouldn't lead us astray or whatever. Mm. And, uh, well, hey, thanks. I appreciate you that you believe us in that. <laughs> Um, but don't believe us. Believe the word of God. Um, no, so, you know, I believe you. Um, I, you know, I got the signs. I'll be ready. When I start seeing those signs and they start escalating, like you said, and I start seeing a few more things, I'll give my life to Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a couple of things that you need to realize. We don't know when Jesus is coming back because it says no mm-hmm. one knows the time but the Father. And mm-hmm. he says he comes like a thief in the night. So to have that... that mm-hmm ideology there just doesn't make sense 
Like you have to be ready every day, every second, every minute. Mm -hmm. That's why it's like a constant, you have to, it's a battle. That's why people don't want it. That's why they conform it to fit their needs because they don't want to make these choices constantly. Can you talk about narrow is the path? I like how you explain that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause narrow. So it says, <clears throat> we'll have to find the scripture verse. Cause I, I don't remember it off the top of my head, but it says, you know, um, narrow is the path. Many will choose, many will choose, uh, but few will, um, find it. Well, few will find it because narrow is the path. Mm -hmm. And narrow, actually, what that means there is a lot of people have this mindset that it's like, you know, many will choose this huge Like open, a sidewalk. Yeah, no. Like a, like a big road versus a sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a four-lane like like four highway is the, the big, is what the many will choose. Road. Yeah, the world road. And then many will choose this sidewalk, this right. straight and narrow path. But actually, it, literally, it means in the Greek or Hebrew that narrow actually means that you have to fight to get your, it's literally like a conformed yeah. rock shuffling of your body to get through these crevices just to make it through. So like what I mean is like it's like contorted and you literally have to shimmy your body sideways and you have to like, sh you have to slam Could and like contort your body in from inception? and you're like trying to force your, force your way through mm -hmm. this path. That is narrow the path. And what that means is it ain't going to be easy. You know, it's going to take your breath away. You're going to feel claustrophobic because it's hard. Yeah. It's going to be challenging. It's going to get uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But narrow is the path. Right. And you have to make the conscious decision to keep stepping so the world doesn't crush you. Right. And, and so in the example I used, which she said was Inception, which is like one of my favorite movies, is when um, <clears throat> Leonardo is running from the uh <clears throat> bad guys because they're trying to get him he uh he's running down the city and he takes a turn through two city through two buildings and this city is where they like build the building like super close and it starts out like it starts out like really wide right so he could like run like normal but then as it as he kind of continued down the this little alleyway it kind of like narrowed and narrowed and narrowed to where it literally got so tight that he's sideways and he's slamming his body just to shimmy himself through it as hard as he can. That is that's that, that was like an example I used of narrow. So anyway, so you know we have this mindset. Oh, I'll see the signs. I'll know. But we just said God, God. We don't know when Jesus is coming. First off, second of all, this is something that I think really blows people's brains. That I wanted to <clears throat> want to stress with you guys as well. In Second Thessalonians two nine. The coming of the lawless one is by the activity of Satan with all power and false signs and wonders. Verse 10, and with all wicked deception for those who are perishing because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Okay, therefore, so therefore right there in verse 11 says, because of all this that has happened, okay, the lawless one has come by the activity of Satan with false signs of wonder and all this wicked deception for those who are perishing because they refused to love the truth and so be saved. Therefore, because they've chosen this route, therefore God, not Satan, God sends them a strong deception or delusion so that they, the people that have chosen to not love the truth, okay? So people that choose to not love the truth, God will send a strong delusion or deception so that they may believe what is false. Mm. 
in order that all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness Mm. or pleasure in the world. Okay? You need to catch that. See, so when is God going to actually put this delusion delusion on? When is that timing frame? We don't know when that's going to hit. So you go, I'll be safe. When? When are you going to be safe? Is it better knowing now that I've accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior and that I'm ready to go now? Because I'm ready, baby. Let's go. I'm ready. Jessica's ready. Right? Yes. She, she, she ain't ready. I'm ready. Right? Yes, I'm, I'm re- ready. I'm ready. And so we need to be ready. Sorry, I'm so tired. And so that's that's what we just need to we need to understand. We need to be ready. And that's what you need to get, okay? And so yeah. that's that's kind of it. And um and the, another thing you need to understand is that the evil trinity, no matter how maybe scary this may feel or or whatever, they're all created beings by from God. Okay, and so in Colossians 1.16, it says everything has been created on heaven and on earth through him and for him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so some people, I have a, one more scripture that I, I think is really encouraging. I always like to end with some encouragement for you guys. So I'll read that. But what you guys need to understand, he goes, why would, why would God create Satan and the Antichrist and all this? And why would he create 21 judgments why would he create the tribulation and why would he why would he do all this um you know why would why would he allow evil why would he do all this well obviously we know adam and eve chose poorly and really if they wouldn't have chosen that we wouldn't be in this situation from the get-go but they chose we're in it that's just the way it is but what people don't people need to see this aspect god could literally just go boop jesus come take us back wipe everybody out and start over he could have done that a long time ago Honestly, he still can do it. But what you need to understand is every judgment that he starts laying forth in the tribulation and he does all this is really his love and mercy. Because every day and moment and waking moment that you get up, whoever you are that's listening to this, he's trying to say, I'm pouring out my judgment to wake you up, to let you realize I'm real and that I'm actually kind of spanking you a little bit to awaken you, right? Kind of disciplining my children a little bit to awaken you to say, I'm here, I'm real. Mm -hmm. If you just turn to me, I can save you and set you free. So that's that's the reality of revelations. That's the that's the joy of it. People look at it as like this doom and gloom, but really I look at it as, no, that's really his love and mercy. Mm. Because he could go, done. And we, boop, we wouldn't even know what happened, right? Right. But instead, he goes, I'm going to just do this in a gradual increase. And as I gradually increase my judgments, they're going to see how serious I am. And it actually says that people will know that God is doing the judgments and they will still mock and curse him. Think about that. They will know God is pouring out judgment and they will still mock and curse him. Okay. Why? Because it says God will send a great delusion so they believe these false signs and wonders. So just some thoughts. Be ready. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's a choice. It's not, it's not, what I love is it's, it's, it's a gift. It's yeah. literally just sitting waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And you just go, I receive it. Boom. Mm-hmm. And your life will change forever. Revelations 22. Would you like to read this? Or you want me to? Yeah, I can. So this is a um, good scripture verse that I just thought was very encouraging. And it's from Revelations. So... 
everybody thinks is doom and gloomy. But this is a, I think, very encouraging scripture. Come on, babe. Hit that rap voice and hit it up. Hey, hey, hey. No, okay. Should we? Uh, right. I don't have, I don't think I have music long enough to last. Yep. Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me to repay each one for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and that they may enter the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs and sorcerers and the sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root mm. and the descendant of David, the bright and morning star. This is Jesus talking, by the way. The spirit and the bride say, come. And let the one who hears say, come. Mm. And let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. Mm-hmm. He who testifies to these things say, surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus, the grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. 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 Doesn't get better than that. <laughs>